Hey friends, welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I'm your host, Wren, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share with you on each podcast a friend's story that she is willing to share or a dream that she's pursuing. My main goal for this podcast and each episode is that you would be encouraged. I cannot wait to share with you my new guest for this new episode, but first I wanted to share this. One afternoon, as I was playing with my three-year-old son, he had all his cars out, all the trucks out, and if you can imagine all the noises and um, crashing into one another, and he was doing all that. Um, I love watching his imagination run wild, and just playing with ordinary things such as cars and trucks and trains in a fun way. This time was different, though. As he was standing up to move to a different place in the playroom, he dropped the Volkswagen van on the hardwood floor. I expected to turn around and see plastic pieces and wheels go everywhere, but instead, we saw something very different. As we looked at the damage of the white and maroon microbus, we observed that the door had opened, which we knew about, but then something happened. My son looked at the bus again and said, This opened too! Mommy, look at that! We noticed that the perfectly new VW van had a trunk that opened, just like the door. We didn't know, and it was like an unexpected gift. And as it opened, we were able to talk about how good things can come out of bad things. Had he not dropped it, which was, in his mind, something bad to drop something, we would not have ever known that the trunk was supposed to open. And to a three-year-old boy, this is a huge thing. A new exciting thing about his toy. Or had it could have been delayed knowing. Yes, bad things happen. Hard things. Really hard things. Life is hard. And for some, it just seems like it keeps getting harder and harder. As that van was falling down, and as we were talking about it, my heart went back to Romans 8.28. In the Bible it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. But think about this. When you're in the hard, hard place, you can't see the good. You may not even want to look for the good in something. But it's there coming out of the really bad and hard things. Like that verse that says, beauty comes from ashes. So to that person who is walking and maybe even stumbling through something that's very, very hard, a hard thing. But the Bible says we know that if we love him, God is working it for your good. It may not come till years later, but hold on to him. He loves you. Hold on to the hope that he gives. There is hope. On that day, God spoke to me through a three-year-old holding a Volkswagen van, a plastic toy. How is he going to speak to you today? I hope that you look for him in the small things, in the big things, and even the hard things. Because he is working it all for your good. And it's for his glory. So on this episode of the podcast, I get to chat with my sweet friend, Ashley. Ashley is a wife, a mom to three kids, and she is an artist. And I can't wait for you to hear from her and our conversation. So thanks for tuning in. And today I have my sweet friend with me, Ashley. So hey, Ashley, how are you? I'm so excited. This is 
Yay. I'm so excited. Ashley and I have known each other for a while. We met at church in our Sunday school class about, I think it was like eight years ago, right? Because Caroline is eight and she was born right around the time, I think. That's what I thought. I thought you were pregnant right before, right when we came in the class. And I remember holding her at our luau party when she was like, what was she? Like weeks. Well, you held her. Yep. I remember. Like it was I like. you were really nervous. I was terrified because I was sitting beside a pool. We were sitting there at the <laughs> luau party and I was like, she's tiny. She's so cute. Anyway, so tell us about your family. Tell us about you and your family. Okay. So my husband's name is Ken and we've been married for 13 years now this summer. Ren and I actually have the same anniversary. So that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It is. And, uh. Molly Kate is our oldest. She's 10 and in fourth grade this year. Caroline is 8 and she's in second grade. And Jack is 5 and he just started kindergarten. So lots of fun new things going on in our house this week. (laughs) I cannot believe that. Yeah, because they all started school or they're in school full time this week. Kind of week. I'm counting this as our first full normal week. And Jack is half day, and the other girls are full day. The girls are full day, right. Okay, Okay, good. So here's what I was going to say is the funny thing about it, we catch up with each other over Instagram or Facebook and sometimes text. But then all of a sudden I saw, like, you were painting. I was like, and now she's painting. And the painting's gorgeous. Like, whoa, where did that come from? You have three kids. Jack was still at home. I mean, when did you tell me how did you start painting and all that? I, you know, as you already know, this I've always loved creating and doing mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, I, I first had an Etsy shop, and I did uh, more like graphic designs, or I did some watercolors and, and turned it into stationery. Uh, that that kind of art side of me, I guess you would say. That was mm-hmm. like the first time I started being creative, and, and I think it started just being at home, being a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. just having that outlet of, you know, wanting to create and, and do something, but do it in a manageable way with my kids at home with me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how that started, and then I backed away from that because I, I got really busy, and my girls were little, and mm-hmm. I just did not have the time to put into it. So I, I stepped away from that for a few years, but I was still painting and making little things for friends as gifts, and uh, probably, I guess it was almost three years ago now, a friend asked me to give a piece of art to a fundraiser, and I said, okay, I'll do that, and uh, I had a hard time kind of putting myself out there. It made me a little nervous and didn't know what to expect, but I was like, okay, I can do this, and she said, well, how do people get in touch with you? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I guess maybe I need a Facebook page or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And um, I, I don't think that the timing of this, of my art business was a mistake. I know that mm-hmm. the Lord gave me this at just the right time and at just the right moment in my life because what was to come. And I love doing the art and having it as a business now because it's it's just it's been a healing thing for me it's been uh, just a, a great outlet for me um, my husband says I don't see how you do that that makes me stressed but I can have chaos around me kids mm-hmm. running around mm-hmm. dinner cooking and be in the zone of painting and love it 
to yeah to answer your question, I guess I got serious about it probably three years ago. Okay. Of being like, okay, we're at a place now where everybody's a little older, and I can mm-hmm. manage this and and take this on as a little part time job. I guess you'd say so. Okay, so how did you like? Is this self taught how to paint? Yes, I mean, I just always. I mean, from just even as a little girl, I've mm-hmm. always loved art and coloring and creating things and mm-hmm. making things and. Mm-hmm. I can remember cutting out construction paper and doing little things when I was a little girl. And and so I've always loved that. I did not study that in college. Mm-hmm. I went the route of, I was a teacher. So I have my, my license to be a teacher. But uh, looking back now, I'm kind of like, man, I wish I would have majored mm-hmm. in this or majored in, I really loved graphic design there for a few years. And so I, I think that would have been a fun outlet as well. But it's really just self-taught and just... That's awesome. Just equip me, I guess, to do this. And I, and I try to do my best to do it the best I can. But it's, just, it's been fun. So I really enjoy it. And it's just a lot of fun. Well, it's... Your work is gorgeous. Like, I'm just like, did she go to college at night with her kids? I'm like, where did you, what in the world? I need to know. So, um, it's beautiful, beautiful work. And so, you have three kids. You are stay-at-home mom. You, you've always had that entre- entrepreneurial spirit. Like you said, when you had your Etsy shop years ago and you did, like, the melamine plates and the stationery and all that. You've always had that and then you went on a mission trip last year. I think Ken went on one the year before that to the same place. Is that correct? He he went to Africa um, two years ago, I guess. Okay. And then I went to Guatemala last, okay. last fall. Was that just amazing? Do you want to go back? Yes. It mm-hmm. was great. I had been to Haiti before, not with mm-hmm. our church, but with another group. And mm-hmm. that was my first... Um, Haiti was my first mission trip, international mission trip, and it really opened my eyes to um, America is not the world, and mm-hmm. there are so many different people all over this globe living in so many different ways, and just made me very appreciative of what I have here, but not only that, is how I can use um, the blessings that the Lord has given us to influence other people for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And if that's to go on a mission trip or buy artwork, whatever it is, I want to make mm-hmm. sure I do that. But mm-hmm. Haiti was like my eye-opener. Like, I came home just distraught just because mm-hmm. going to a country um, where there's not clean water and you see babies bathing in a ditch and mm-hmm. children with hardly any clothes on and mm-hmm. living in a stick hut and then come home, and my children have lots of clothes, more clothes than they need, and more food than they need, and more toys than they need. Uh, I really, it was just a reality check for me, mm-hmm. and just uh, gave me a big heart for international missions and wanting to travel and see um, this world that the Lord um, has made, and to see His people, and to reach people um, that He has made, and that He wants um, to know Him, and so... Mm-hmm. I had the opportunity um, to go to Guatemala last year, which was incredible, and I was able to help with a women's conference, and that was um, a lot of fun. Guatemala is a very different country than Haiti, but it was fun to see, you know, just again, another culture, um, how people praise the Lord and and the way that they praise the Lord there in Guatemala, Mm -hmm. and I was able at the time to use my art to to share with them, and that was a lot of fun because um, 
they were just so sweet and cute how they made their their canvases and and it was like with a, a cross and um that was just a really fun and cool opportunity and um absolutely and right now i'm praying about an, uh, a trip to go to southeast asia at mm. the beginning of next year so wow. i'm very excited about that That's as well great awesome and so just Looking forward to that. Good. That's awesome. Okay, so you've done some mission trips, two big international trips, possibly going on a third, and you are mom to three kids. You do your artwork. You're involved with a lot of things. You you and Ken teach um, a young marriage class at church. What... How do you keep your life organized? Like, practically. I'm like, does she have a planner? Like, how many planners? Okay. I'm not by nature an organized person at all. Like I am fly by the seat of my pants, <laughs> last minute, get it done kind of mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, done. and I, maybe that's maybe that I work best under pressure. So maybe yeah, that's there you I go. I'm like, does she have an app? Is there a calendar that she has that we all need? Because that's a lot. So, okay, I like that. Oh, yes, that's today. Okay, okay we'll do that. I love it. I love it. But you do it with happiness and joy. You're like, okay, we can do this, you know? I want to ask this. You said just a minute ago about um, your painting was very healing to you and that you said it was perfect timing that it started three years ago because of what was to come. So what was to come in your life? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, this might be a long story, but I'll, I'll just kind of tell it's okay. it. okay. Just go with it. with it. And you can't stop me. Yeah. No, you're good. So I started getting serious about the art and doing that. And at the same time, my mother had been diagnosed with cancer eight years before, and she had battled with it back and forth, back and forth. It had come back on her bones, gone away, come back. And so it was something that was just kind of part of life. Like, that was just that, and and, it, and at the time, it was back on her bones, but I was never worried about it or uh, upset about it because we had, the doctors had managed her medicine in a way where... Uh, they would get it back under control, and then it'd be fine, and it'd go away again. So we were just kind of at that point with my mom. Uh, and then in October of 2013, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. And pancreatic cancer is a very rapidly moving cancer for anyone who doesn't know about that type of cancer. And a lot of times, people are diagnosed and, and have a very short time, three months to six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that just rocked our world. Um, thinking back on it, I, again, I wasn't concerned that much with my mom's diagnosis, but Ken's mom, my mother-in-law, her name is Suzanne, she, the, her diagnosis just kind of um, took over our thoughts and what was to come and what was going on. And so that was just about the time I started my art business. And she did some really intense chemo for three months. And her uh, cancer shrunk, and they said, okay, it looks great. Uh, We think that you are a candidate for uh, the Whipple procedure, which is a procedure they'll do for pancreatic cancer patients. And so they scheduled that for January of 14. So Mm -hmm. in January of 14, she went in, uh, had this procedure done, or went in for the procedure, I'm sorry, and um, 
they opened her up and they said, I'm so sorry, this has spread on mm. your liver and we mm. cannot do this mm. surgery. So closed her up. Mm. And actually at the time, Ken and I had planned, we were going to be the leaders on a Haiti mission trip that year. And, mm. and we just, Ken's like, we can't do this. Mm. We, this is not the timing of this. Mm-mm. So we, we backed out of our trip and just really focused on her and what was going on and all that. Um, so fast forward to March, about the time that we would have been going on the other mission trip mm-hmm. together, and it was going to be our first trip together, um, my mom went in for her scan results, and they found out that her cancer was now on her liver as well. So mm-hmm. here we are, mm-hmm. both of our moms in stage four cancer, and mm-hmm. I can at the time just be, just my thoughts were, Lord, why, why? Why are we having to go through this at the same time? What are we going to do? Mm. Um, and so it was just a really dark and, and hard time. Um, so during that time, you know, I was very thankful for this gift of art that the Lord had given mm. me. Cause it was just an escape for me, a way yeah. that I could just kind of have that time of quietness and, mm-hmm. and be able to... Um, collect my thoughts and my emotions and, mm-hmm. and, and be able to put my energies into something mm-hmm. else. It's a, somewhat of a distraction, I guess you'd say, but not really a distraction from what was going on, but just more of a place for me to put my, maybe my nervous energy, mm-hmm. what was going on in our life. And how to deal with it. I mean, it probably is an outlet for you. So, Ken, we just started just praying that the Lord would grant us more time with our mothers than we could even imagine. And we just started very faithfully praying that, and, and praying, and I think that's one of the things that the Lord taught me through this is praying in faith and believing what we pray mm-hmm. and believing that the Lord can do what He says He can do. Mm-hmm. And so we just started praying that, that we would just have this incredible amount of time with Him. So as 2014 went on, my mother decided not to, to do chemo a few weeks after she was diagnosed. She she chose to go a natural route. Uh, she had done chemo in the past, and she did not want to be sick or tired. Mm-hmm. Some of the side effects she didn't want to have. So mm-hmm. she just chose to radically change her diet, mm-hmm. uh, the natural supplements. She did a lot of things just to, to fight it in a natural way. Mm-hmm. And, which was very expensive because sure. it's not covered by insurance. Oh, it's wow. not. So, um, again, the art business was able to provide mm. um, financially for some things that my mom needed that Aww. were really expensive, and I was able to gift that to her. And oh, I was just thankful. You know, so that was another blessing. I'm like, Lord, thank you for this, that I I'm able that. to help my parents in this way because mm. anyone who's dealing with a sickness they know just even if you have insurance that it's very expensive Mm -hmm. but if insurance is not covered which for natural medicine it's not it's um you have to pay everything out of pocket and it's very expensive yeah Mm. so that was a blessing there that is huge i didn't know that that's precious Uh, so um anyway uh time went on uh 2014 went on my mother-in-law had some fantastic scan results Mm. um some scans that showed up where nothing was there and the doctors were like, well, we can't explain this. And we were like, well, we can. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> um, that was incredible. Yeah. My mom in October, 
October of 14, she was having terrible pain in her bones. Cancer in your bones will just cause horrible pain. And at that time, I, with my mom, I was feeling just really worried and a little bit hopeless, I would say, in, in the situation. And we were there for fall break, and her pain, it really scared me. Mm. But she was able to get that under control, um, and that helped so much. So she seemed to be getting a lot better. Ken's mom was having some great scans, mm. and everything. We had it several months, um, probably about ten months there, that they were doing really, really well. And mm. I mean, total prayers answered because mm. the doctors would say that they should. This shouldn't be happening. That they should not be feeling like this. That they shouldn't. Um, be having as many good days as they were having and wow. they did have some hard days but mm-hmm. I would say during that time of diagnosis that they were they were doing really really well mm-hmm. um right. if we get in 2015 came and um uh and, and in the spring my mother-in-law it started to come back and and it was at the end of April around my birthday I'm actually looking at a little picture right here of, um, that was on mine and Caroline's birthday mm-hmm. in 2015. Mm-hmm. And she went to the doctor the next day and she, they had a, uh, she had a blocked, uh, bile duct. Mm. And so she had to have a stent put in. And so from then on, she had some pain from that and the cancer started to come back a little bit. And, and she struggled a lot with, with the painful side, I guess, of the pancreatic cancer. Mm. Um, my mom was, at that time was, continuing to do well mm-hmm. she still it was very hard and difficult because she had made this radical lifestyle change mm-hmm. really nutritionally mm-hmm. so she was still but just battled through that awesomely like she just did so good mm-hmm. um then uh in the fall of 15 my um my mother-in-law started a trial for her pancreatic cancer, and it was going pretty well at first, but then they they realized that it had spread more, mm-hmm. so they took her off the trial. Mm-hmm. So uh, Thanksgiving, we had a great holiday with her. Christmas, mm-hmm. she's fifteen. She went down, um, was going down. She was there with us and got to enjoy that with the children. Mm-hmm. And my parents came into town a little bit after Christmas, and. Um, to do Christmas with us. And at that time, my mother-in-law was admitted to, to the hospital. Um, January 5th was my mom's birthday. And so that morning, we knew that it was getting close to the end for Ken's mom. Mm-hmm. And I woke up that morning, and I was just like, Lord, why does this have to happen today? Like, this mm-hmm. is mom's birthday, and I wanted this to be a fun day. And um, but I just I felt like the Lord very specifically told me today is your mother's birthday and it is her her earthly birthday but today is going to be your your mother-in-law's heavenly birthday Mm. that is something awesome and amazing that they can share and it's okay Mm. that just gave me a huge amount of peace i shared that with my mom and she just loved that and shared that with ken and and she was called to heaven that day and wow we're called her home and mm. so it was hard um very very hard hard few weeks um going through that um after two weeks after my mother-in-law passed away 
my grandfather passed away, and he, he had not been doing well, so we, we went to my parents' hometown, where I'm from, and um, went to his funeral. My mom seemed to be doing okay. I could tell she was in pain. Mm-hmm. She always was tough, and, and she mm-hmm. wouldn't always tell me mm-hmm. <laughs> she was right. in a ton of pain. She, she hid it from me really good. Mm-hmm. In March, spring break, I took the kids, our plan was to go, and spend spring break with my parents, and uh, when I got there... I really started to see that my mom was in a lot of pain and mm-hmm. that she wasn't doing that great. She had started to swell her legs. Um, and that's a sign of, of liver failure. And mm-hmm. so I got home and I just I told Kim, I said, I, my parents live five hours away. And I just said, I've, I've got to be there. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to be there. Mm-hmm. So we just made a plan and we put a plan in place that I would go every Friday morning and then I'd come back on Monday mornings. Mm-hmm. And so we would, I would, you know, I would get up, go, and then come back. And I had several wonderful weeks where my mom was up and talking and doing stuff, and it, it was very good. And then um, I guess mid-April, early April, um, she started to decline. And the hospice had told us, she had warned us and said, you know, I, I think, I can't tell you when the time when it's going to be, but, um, I think that probably the end of April. And this is right after your mother-in-law had passed away on January 5th, correct? Same year. Right. January. Mm -hmm. So yes, my mother-in-law had just passed away in January. So we had hardly really Mm -hmm. got any time to mourn her, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Ken was so supportive of me going back and forth Mm -hmm. because he had just walked through this, and so he right. would have been supportive anyway, mm-hmm. but he knew that where I needed to be, right. so he right. just kind of took hold of the house and things That's on the weekend, great. and the kids, and, and let me go have that time with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, Speak. So, when the hospice nurse told us end of April, my first thought was, my birthday's the end of April, and mm-hmm. Caroline, his birthday, Caroline was also born on my birthday, so we have the same birthday, April 28th. So sweet. So, my thought was that, okay, we're, is this going to happen again on a birthday, mm. you know? And so, we got close to that week, and I, I just knew. I knew. I felt like the Lord was telling me that it was going to happen that day. Mm. And Ken had encouraged me, and he said, I know she's holding out for your birthday. She wants to be there mm. on your birthday. Mm. And we had been up with Mom all night, and... She she was asleep and um, and we could tell it was getting close to the end. It was very early in the morning, and um, I told her that I said Ken said you were going to be here on my birthday, and she squeezed my hand. And um, a couple hours later, she went to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I realized, Lord, you had prepared me for this already mm-hmm. back in January. Mm-hmm. Had promised me. That is okay. Mm. She's having her heavenly birthday today. It's my earthly birthday, but um, it's mm. her heavenly birthday. Wow. And I just, uh, I don't know if you've ever been with anyone when they passed away, but it's a very holy moment. And I just thought at that moment, I said, how awesome is it that she held me and watched me take my first breath on this very day? And I get to hold her hand and watch, take, watch her take her very last breath on this very day. Wow. And so um, I'm very 
very thankful for the 36 years that I got to be with my mom and um, almost half of that time with my mother-in-law as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as you can see, it's, it's been a very <laughs> um, tough two, three years almost now. Yeah. Um, a very tough 2016. Absolutely. But um, through all this, I really can say that the Lord has been so gracious to us mm. and so full to us because if I did not have my faith in the Lord, if I did not have him that I can lean on during this, I don't I don't see how I'd be functioning right now. No, I no way. I don't. Absolutely. Um, it has been a very dramatic and trying year mm-hmm. and the Lord has just sustained us for mm, sure. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. That is, I didn't realize that about your, I knew about your birthday, but I didn't realize about your mother-in-law's birthday also, or your mom's birthday. Yeah, that is, wow. What a great word the Lord gave you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I'm so thankful that, you know, that morning that I poured that out to him, Mm. you know, really, it was so selfish of me to be like, happened today, you know? But he knew, and, and he was preparing me. And now right. I can see that now, now that time sure. has gone. And I think mm-hmm. we all can do that in situations in our life. Like, mm-hmm. see, it's hard in the moment, but it's easy to look back and say, wow, mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. at what yeah. the Lord was doing. And he can super awesome show off. Like, right. Look, look at what he can do. Well, um, how, how do you, how did your children grieve through that? How are they, how are they doing? So mm-hmm. it's not like this was, that's another thing with both of their deaths. This was not like a tragic, sudden death. Mm-hmm. Like this was, there was a process there for a few months that they were able to see. Right. They saw me and Ken cry. They've seen us pray and pray and pray mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that that has helped them tremendously sure. mm-hmm. manage and handle their grief. They always still and continue to talk about them all the time, and I'm sure that will always be. But mm-hmm. um, they have just been so resilient. That's they great. each handled it probably differently. Kate is the oldest, the oldest of my children, the oldest of Ken's side of the family, the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. She was a little bit more quiet about it, processing it. That's her personality, mm-hmm. though, too, just processing mm-hmm. it, taking it in. Um, but for the 
them to see see that and see how to handle grief and, That's and how good. to handle hard times. Uh-huh. This is a huge life lesson for them. Oh, huge! I mean, life is hard, and they're gonna they saw y'all walk through very hard things. I got really hung up on. Um, gosh, they're so young, and they've already lost. They've lost both their grandmothers. They have. Mm. They do not have a grandmother. Mm. I really hung up on that mm-hmm. sure. for a little while. Yeah, and then I realized that this is the natural order of things. You know, mm. the natural order of life. Yes, mm-hmm. they are young, and yes, mm. they will miss out on, on more than a lot of kids their age. Mm-hmm. But. For them, it does not seem unnatural. This seems mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. It's their normal. That's what I would, just even walking through the spring before my mom passed away. I'm like, they just think this is just how life goes. And everybody's mm-hmm. dealing with this, too, around them. And wow. So they were just really just, good about yeah, it. And yeah. they just handled it so well. well that's and, good. And are continuing to do that. And I think when the holidays that's to, good to probably just take keys off of us and how we yeah that's great to model that for them so they see it see how you deal with it and not just not talk about it I think that's good well what is something about your mom that you will carry with your life in your life in your life ahead what would you carry with yeah, um, I'm sorry she was so uh, unselfish when I think about myself I'm like gosh I'm so selfish maybe mm. right mom mm. she would give up Well, and tell me one more thing about it. I don't want to make you cry anymore. Um, but what about this apron that you wear when you paint? Tell me about it. Okay, so a few years ago, I think, Mom left it here. She brought it. It was probably Christmas time or something. And she brought it. So while she was cooking, of course, um, mm. at my house, she would have it. And she forgot it here. And it just hung in my in my closet in the laundry room for a while. And this is before she passed away. I was like, well, I need something to wear while I paint because I was just ruining all my t-shirts, everything. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm just going to use this. She won't care. And I started painting in it. Mm. And so now it's just, it's kind of like a comfort. I love it. I, I wear it when I paint now all the time. And, That's sweet. Um, I love so that. I having her with me, a little mm-hmm. piece of her with me. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Okay, Ashley, so I want to ask you a question. Have you seen anything come out of all these really, really tough, hard things in the past year that you can say has been worked for your good or you've seen it that something good has come out of this? What would you say? Definitely. Uh, several things I feel like have come out of this. Uh, the One of the most important things, I think, is my prayer life. I feel like the Lord strengthened mine and Ken's prayer life through this. We saw God answer some really small prayers and some really big prayers, even amongst all the grief and the sadness and and the sickness and everything going on. We saw just God really move in some really cool ways and situations that, you know, maybe before I would have overlooked it. But this time I could say, gosh, wow, thank you, Lord, for answering that and answering so specifically. 
um, one time my mom, her, we thought she was going to have to get rods in her legs Mm. and we asked her to, you know, we were thinking, let's just go get a second opinion and, and come to Memphis and let's, let's see what we can, if there's somebody here and see what they say. And she had an appointment and she came in on a Sunday and Sunday night, our pastor had started doing a prayer time at the end of service and an anointing of oil. And so I asked her, I said, would you want to do that? And she said, oh, yes. And so we did that, and several pastors prayed over her, and we had just a very sweet time of prayer. And so I went to the doctor the next day and, and saw that orthopedic surgeon. He did x-ray, and he looked at her legs, and he said, I do not see anything any weakness in your bones where you would need rods in your legs. Mm. So I just know that that is an answer prayer right there. I know Mm -hmm. the Lord healed her in that moment for, in that situation. And Mm -hmm. so I've just seen things, we've seen big things like that and little things. And so it's definitely strengthened my prayer life. Um, The other thing is, is that I know that my mom and my mother-in-law uh, are with Jesus, and I know that because they had a personal relationship with Him, and I have peace because of that. I have joy, and I I don't have hopelessness because I I know where they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, I miss them, and it's sad sometimes, and I will forever miss them until I'm in heaven. But mm-hmm. I I have a, a peace, and so with that comes a desire to share the gospel with other people because it's so important that people have Jesus in their life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I wouldn't have peace Mm -hmm. if I didn't know where she was Mm -hmm. or, um, and then, so I just, I really, I have a desire now to not only share with other family members, but to, with other people because that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. So that has strengthened because of this. And then we have just had so many people be kind to us Mm -hmm. in amazing ways, whether from taking our kids to do something or bring us meals or send a card or just little things to big things, just all kinds of awesome stuff. Um, It's just made me want to be compassionate and caring for people when they're when they're down, because I, I, through this, I've realized that you never know what kind of day people are having. You know, mm-hmm. you never know what's going on in their life. You don't know if they're facing a parent who's very sick, or a child who's sick, or have lost a job, or whatever it is. So, um, just giving people grace and loving on people during very hard times. A really mm-hmm. good friend of mine. She put together a whole birthday party for Caroline oh, on her birthday on that day oh, wow. when I couldn't be there. And, and you know, I was devastated I couldn't be there with my baby on her birthday. But mm-hmm. this friend just stepped up to the plate and planned this party. And it was just the best thing Caroline could have asked for. That's it was what amazing. she wanted. <laughs> that is amazing. So just that's the other thing I feel like I've learned is just to love on people and love them when they're sad and love them when they're happy and, and just... Love it. take the time to, to love on people when things are going rough for them. That's great. I love that you can see the good even so soon after it. You can see the good and that God works all things for our good. And That's the right. things that he um, has shown you and shown others through this experience, your faith has been so strong. And we have just learned 
just how faithful and courageous y'all have been. So thank you for showing us that and showing your followers that on Instagram. Well, it's totally the Lord. I'm again, you know, I know that I couldn't have walked this path or walk be in the midst of this path of grief right now if it wasn't for our relationship with Jesus. So Absolutely. I'm very thankful for that. Absolutely. So this is a point where I ask you some kind of short answer questions about um, you. So I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. Okay, so what is your favorite snack that you're enjoying right now? Okay, my go-to snack mm-hmm. is like chips and salsa. Mm. It's just something we always have at home. Yes. But I've realized I'm a little bit coming as chips and salsa snob because uh-huh. I like specific kind of salsa. Uh-uh. I'm really hooked on this kind called Hernandez, and I didn't even know it existed until last year. A couple from our Sunday school class um, brought it to our house, and it's, it's, I just like, it's chunky. I like chunky salsa. Chunky salsa. And I really like blue corn chips with it, <gasps> or okay. chips from Las Delicias. Have you ever had Las Delicias chips? I don't know. Is that the restaurant here in town? It's the restaurant, but they sell the chips oh. at Kroger. Oh, ooh, interesting. Okay, and there's, are they like, tell me, describe them. Are they like thin or they thick? What are they? Like salt and salty and oily, like it gets in the bubble and then it's like, oh, that sounds it's good. It's so good. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna have to get some. I love that. Okay, and then do you have you used uh, Kroger's click list yet? That's what I was about to say. Did you that do it? Has changed my life. It's a game changer. Game changer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because I went last week, and I did it for the first time, and um, I spent $100, and then I went yesterday, and I didn't do that, and I just went to the grocery, and I spent 167 Hello. Yeah. That shows, I yeah. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it. Mm. Well, you know, I told you, I'm like, fly by the seat of my pants. So, mm. being able to have click lists is mm-hmm. good, because mm-hmm. I have to plan my meals, yes. um, but... Really, I have to think about it more. Mm-hmm. I have to sit down and I have mm-hmm. to plan our food out. Mm-hmm. And then I get on there and I'm like, I need to pick this up tomorrow. Well, there's not over for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what so do you do? It yesterday, so now I'm having to go this afternoon. Okay, okay. Is it 24 hours? Because I did it like on Sunday afternoon and then I picked it up Monday morning. But I don't know. Do you have to have 24 hours to do it or not? It depends on how busy they are. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. So, next question. What is a book you're reading right now that you love? Okay. So, I would consider myself a reader, but I'm really bad about getting lots of books and reading a little bit of it and stopping and Mm -hmm. not finishing. Mm -hmm. Um, I always have very high expectations of what I'm going to read. So, I really am setting a goal for myself starting in September. Okay. I read three books a month. Oh, yeah. Because if my kids can read crazy amounts of books, I can read crazy amounts of mm-hmm. books. Well, so. that's awesome. I only did one a month, and I thought I was doing good with that. You just shot that out of the water. I look bad. I'm going to try. We'll see. <laughs> You'll do it. Okay, so one book, it's a 
that I'm, okay. that I'm doing right now mm-hmm. with uh, a girl at a cycle. Okay. It's called Famous in Heaven and at Home. Mm. Michelle Myers. And it's what it says is a 31-day character study of the Proverbs 31 woman. And basically, it's like a month-long devotional and she breaks down each verse of Proverbs 31. I love it. Um, I love it. It is just so good because she just gives a little bit of insight into the verse. Then she gives you a prayer and then something to put into practice. And then like a question or two to kind of, you know, think back on, on that. And I, I've really enjoyed this a lot. And I do, I think that um, she is from, I know she is from Germantown, Tennessee. Um, she doesn't live in this here anymore. I think she lives in North Carolina. But uh, we kind of connected on social media, and uh, I just was interested in her book. And I have really enjoyed it. And the girl I'm discipling, we are kind of walking through this together. And uh, I recommended this for the girls in our Young Mary class. It's, it's very, very good. Awesome. The Devotion. Now, I have two more books that I'm going to put on my September list. Okay. One that I bought at the beginning of the summer mm-hmm. that I never read, um, but I'm, I'm determined to read it. Okay. And it's called Raising Grateful Kids in an Entitled World. Yes, I've heard this is fabulous. It's I need Kristen it. Kristen Welch. Yes. I've read the introduction and maybe chapter one. It is, so far, very, very good. Okay, then another book that just came out, I think at the end of the summer, um, this girl is hilarious. If you Mm. haven't read her first book, get it. Okay. Sophie Hudson, the last book of hers that I read, I was on a plane, Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just laughing out loud, and Jen Mm. is so embarrassed, and he's like, you've you've really got to stop. you got to bring it in. Okay, love it. Especially since y'all are going on a lot of these international mission trips, you know, your kids are seeing y'all model that, and then they're hearing about it when you're reading at night. Love that. Yes. Okay. So tell me something that you're excited about. Something you're excited about, like a tip or a restaurant or what? What are you excited about these days? I'm going to say that click list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's say that again. I love it. It's a game changer. I know. Yeah. They're going to sponsor it, right? Kroger.com, right? I really do love, that's just really great because today I'm going to go do carpool Mm -hmm. at 12 and then I'm going to just swing in the Kroger Mm -hmm. click list spot and get my groceries. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. Where can we find you on social media for Ashley Anthony artwork? Okay. It's all Ashley Anthony artwork. 
Perfect. I am currently revamping and working on my website. So okay. I'm hoping that that's going to be coming in September. Okay. Um, it's, it's just a, a lot of work, so I'm sure. I have to finish up on it. But that will be coming soon, and that's AshleyAnthonyArtwork.com. Okay. And then people can go and also get um, a subscription to your newsletter. Yes. How's so that work? New. I've created this newsletter now, so if you get on... Instagram, I think I have a link on there, or mm-hmm. there's also a link on my Facebook page um, that you can sign up for the newsletter, and that will just be an easier way for me to kind of, whoever's interested, kind of putting out, you know, what's going on, what's coming up, shows I might be doing, things like that, so if you're, if you're wanting to know what's going on, that would be awesome. I, I love that. So what can people expect next from Ashley Anthony Artwork? So currently, I'm working on the website, trying to get that organized. Uh, it'll be a website where you can actually, if I do have art available for purchase, it will be there. Okay. On Etsy. Now. Okay. Okay. And um, I have two fall shows coming up. So Ooh. one is the St. George's Art Show, and that's the first weekend of November. Okay. Then there's another show that will be in Franklin, Tennessee, the weekend after that, and it's called May South, and it's going to be at the factory at Franklin. Love the factory. It's going to be like a weekend-long show, and I'm very excited about that. I haven't done that one before. Okay. Perfect. That's awesome. Yay, yay, yay. Well, thanks so much for talking to me. I am so excited to see your face and... um, for chatting. Fun. It was fun. So thanks so much. I appreciate it. Welcome. Is she not the sweetest thing ever? I really enjoyed talking with her and just the vulnerability that she had when she was talking about losing her mother-in-law and her mom and just the practical things that we can gain from that, especially if we have children that are losing grandparents that um, she offered and just the neat things that she's doing with Ashley Anthony artwork. I am just so proud of her and all that she's doing. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time right after a few bloopers. Okay, so I'm loading up a... Uh, oh, okay. I was going to do an Instagram story. Would that be fun? Yeah, that's what I... I I'm Are you just... Like, just a quick picture. <laughs> I was going to do a video, cause, but I might not do that. Maybe I'll do a picture. Oh, that's my timer. My, my tea is ready. Hang on. Hang on, let me do a picture. Wait, wait, I'm chewing my muffin. Oh, <laughs> that's even better. This isn't my good side. Let me turn this way. Sorry. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, because it's the light. <laughs> Hang on, do one more. Friends of a Okay, enough of that. I'm not going to do a video because I'm really bad at that. Um.